Good morning, everybody, or happy Thanksgiving for all the people that are in the United States. Whoop, I have something playing in the background. Or I have an echo. I think I fixed it. Might as well start the day off with some technical issues. <laughs> Let me turn that down a little bit. Hopefully you guys are doing outstanding for you outside of the United States. Today would be the uh, United States Thanksgiving holiday. Let me try to move this around a little bit. So that means most people are off. Maybe you guys weren't expecting me to do a show. Sorry about yesterday. I woke up with a sinus headache and that's kind of hard to concentrate whenever you're dealing with that. So let me just jump into everything as soon as I get everything back on track. So welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host, Dwayne. I'm not a therapist, nor am I an attorney. I'm an individual like you who's developed some things or some techniques that I uh, used over the years to get my life back, get sanity back into my life, minimize the damage of a toxic person, and strengthen relationship with my kids. Remember that only a licensed professional can diagnose somebody with a personality disorder, so just be careful throwing around those medical terms because it can get you into trouble and uh, cost you your credibility. And that's the one thing that we have to fight against these people. Don't just give it away. If you like what's going on here, you can uh, support the channel by becoming a channel member. The lowest tier is, I think, $199. Every little bit helps, keeps the phone lines on and, and uh, the text notifications going and the internet up and all that kind of crazy stuff. Plus, you get special badges, custom emojis like the boop emoji. Boop! Name listed in the credits, mem- uh, access to member-only events, and uh, a member-only section on the Discord. If you want to get text notifications when uh, the show goes live, you can text DSD live to 844-598-0012. I, see, I keep seeing more and more people sign up for that, so appreciate it. I'm glad. Uh, hopefully, it's helpful for you guys. And finally, on phone numbers, the phone line will be open today. You can dial in and participate into the show at 1424-373-5483, 1424-DSD-LIVE. There's also a web interface. If you're outside of the United States and you want to participate, just uh, <laughs> let's see if today we get uh, not any of the weirdness that we get some uh, <laughs> the other day that we got. And on that, that covers all the... Uh, all the things that I want to hit on uh, on the intro. I don't expect today to be a big show. I would imagine most people are either sleeping in because they have the day off, or maybe they are busy trying to get everything ready for their particular Thanksgiving. And, uh, well, I guess everyone else outside the U.S. Uh, and Canada probably... Are uh, just happen to go about their day, and that's you know that's okay too. So one of the things I was thinking about is just how you know use today as a, a day to reflect on what we are thankful for. It is so easy to get wrapped up on what you're frustrated with, on what's happened, what you've lost frustrated with your situation that you can lose sight of, of the positive that's still in your life. 
And it's crazy, you know, as I'm saying that, I can remember at the, the early parts of all this, it didn't feel like there was any positive. It felt like pretty much everything had been, uh, had been destroyed or taken away or slanted or I'm not sure what, just whatever word. I tell you what, when it, for, the, for the handful of people who are here, what, what's the one word that you would use to describe how you felt in your situation at the beginning? Well, as I'm waiting for that, then what I'll say is that as time went on, and I finally got to the point where I was just sick and tired of being, I was, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was tired of, of ruminating about the situation, trying to figure out what happened, going back and playing the stories in my head over and over again. And I just didn't want that to be the rest of my life. And then when I started to think about other things, you know, and started to pivot my focus, things started changing. All right, I'm seeing now things are catching up. So I see uh, hopeless, desperate, chaos, betrayed, shell-shocked. Those are all, yeah. Actually, I think I can relate to all those. And, and, I, and I get that when you ask that question, or when I ask that question, it's, uh, you know, it's not just one word. I think I would use devastated. It was, uh, you know, I mean, it's just like your whole world is just vaporized in an instant, and you're trying to make sense of it. And the sad reality is, is whenever you start, like, okay, you start going through and you accept it and you're, and you're starting to, to deal with it. When you're dealing with a toxic person, <laughs> sorry about that. When you're dealing with a toxic person, they don't just stop, right? So it's like as you're starting to do your healing process, it's like you get the second whammy of, uh, of things that just completely just derail anything. I remember when I was dealing with my situation and I was like starting to grieve the relationship and I was starting to go through that process. When I got sideswiped with the smear campaign and the, the, the accusations that were thrown in the court documents, I was just like, what in the world? And I remember thinking, I was like, well, I can't think about this now. I got to, I mean, I'm in, I'm at war now. So now I have to focus on this and I can't, I don't have time to sit there and feel those things. Broken. T solo said broken. Yep. Anyways, it's, it's uh it's a crazy thing. So here, here's what I was thinking we could do for the, for the, for the, the day. And this will just be an hour show. Moderator Debbie could ask me and said, hey, when are we doing this? And, uh, or how long are we doing this? Because it's a day off. But <laughs> I have a ton of stuff. <laughs> like everyone else, I have a ton of stuff that we have to, uh, have to do in preparation for the day. So uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I have that. I'm trying to think. This might be... Let's see. So this year, next year, I guess I get one more, one more Thanksgiving with a minor in the house. And then, uh, 
I got one more. Next year I'll have have uh, <clears throat> my youngest, I guess, for Christmas. So, all right. Let me look through some more of the comments. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, SM says, yes, every time I adjust, he throws a curveball. Man, that is so true. It's like you feel like you 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 make progress and things are going better. And it's not that they change. It's the same tactics, but they change their approach. And when that happens, it's, uh, it's man, it's pretty frustrating. I, and I, that used to get me. I would feel like, all right, I got this figured out. I understand it now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. You know, I'll do with this meaning, let's say, no contact. Back before, you know, I found anything that talked about hybrid. Well, nobody, as far as I know, has talked about hybrid, no contact in the way I do. Or there is some, like, I think Biff is close to it. But at the time, I couldn't find anything. Everyone said, oh, if you're dealing with a toxic person, just go no contact. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. And then two months later, it's like, why are you not contacting me? Don't you care about the kids? We should be co-parenting. I'm like, oh, crap. Can't go no contact when you have kids. <laughs> it's like, damn it. <laughs> Darn the luck. Will says, do you not only uh, do you not only split time, but also split kids with the ex? Um, hmm, I'm not entirely sure what you mean by that. Uh, my schedule now is uh, week on, week off, but technically I only have one kid that uh, is under 18. I have a 21-year-old who still goes back and forth. The 19-year-old stays uh, with her mom and very rarely, I talk to her. She'll call me or she has a problem, she'll call me. Uh, but, uh, which I'm, you know, hey, it's as soon as you, once you're 18, it's your life. You get to choose what you want to do. And then my 15-year-old is now doing the week on, week off. So, so I guess technically if you're saying split, yes, some of them are split. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, whatever. I, I think the week on week off thing is working out pretty good. Actually, it's made a lot of this stuff with the channel possible. Well, that and COVID COVID has helped as well with that. I mean, it's hard to think of anything positive out of COVID, but, but technically it has, it's given me the opportunity to switch schedules I had that opportunity to have uh, at least two of the kids, the oldest and the youngest, for the three weeks, three months, sorry, during quarantine. So I had them full time. Uh, it's uh, It's been interesting. <laughs> hey, James, good to see you. I like this. So I think we need a video of just one-liners of Dwayne and his ex-wife voice. <laughs> Please don't do that. That'd be funny, Anyways, well, there is a call, so I am going to go to that. Hello, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Dwayne. Can you hear me okay? I can. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Appreciate this. First of all, happy Thanksgiving. 
Um, appreciate everything you've done. I got to say, your show has kept me sane over the last three months. I am fresh into uh, my temporary orders. And I had a um, brief question. Okay. Um, as part of our temporary orders, I am paying for both legal fees, um, obviously child support included, and I'm paying both attorneys. She does work. Um, but as part of our temporary orders, we had agreed that I'd pay for both um, legal attorneys, you know, legal fees that are involved in, in the divorce proceedings. Right. I don't want to get into too many details. I actually have a coaching session scheduled with you in December. Okay. So I can get into a little bit more details with you on that. But my question is, I've, I've basically sent her some of the bills and indicated that I'd like to pull some money out of the savings account. Um, and she is refusing so my question to you is, um, obviously, this is just on the heels of, you know, non-collaborative on everything, whether it's the kids, the visitation, the right. um, pretty much every turn, there's a there's a massive escalation of the situation. And I've been very, very collaborative on my side. So my question is to you, I mean, I'm in a community state, non-California community state. Um, and pretty much stuck with this situation right now where my, my credit is just going to get destroyed because I'm not going to be able yeah. to make any of the payments. What are your thoughts? What should I do? Um, obviously, playing the long game here, you've, you've done a pretty good job convincing me to you know, focus on the end result and be strategic versus trying to get into winning every little battle. But exactly, what, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? And what, what should I do, basically? I'm, I'm literally out of money. Uh, in terms of cash, but I have a savings account that as part of the temporary orders, um, it was clearly stated to not spend any of the money out of those, out of, out of that, out of those funds, basically. I would double what check. Well, that? I would double check with your attorney on that, uh, to make sure, because I know whenever I was asking about that, um, you know, the attorney's like, Oh, well you can use, you know, you can use anything to pay for the attorney fees and stuff. So you yeah. might have some flexibility. You may not. I mean, because technically, as soon as you file, everything is frozen. So, I mean, it's like one of those things yeah. where it's like, okay, well, how in the hell are you supposed to do anything whenever you don't have access to it? Now, I, I just, I'm yeah. not going to, well, maybe I'll talk about that after. But uh, you're, okay, so here's, your, here's the reality, right? So you check to see if you can do that. Check to find out what the risk is to say, okay, look, I'm supposed to pay this stuff. I fully intended to pay it out of the savings account. But uh, now she's saying no. Um, now, realistically, yeah. unless unless you are going to have to spend 100% of what's in the savings account to do that, l let's say hypothetically, just hypothetically, let's say you have $100,000 in your savings account and you need to tend to spend whatever. What could potentially happen yeah. since you were ordered to pay or you agreed to pay the attorney fees, you could say, okay, well, of the 100, 10 was spent on attorney's fees, which you know, still 50 of it belongs to her. So that means, you know, you're cutting into your half, right? You're taking it out of whatever would be your half. Now, the reality is, is that number is probably maybe, I mean, I could be wrong, but I doubt it's a hundred thousand dollars and you're probably looking at having to take, you know, 50 to 70 to 80% of what's in there to probably pay the attorneys. Am I right on that? It's about, I mean, I've already spent over 150 just the way, I mean, it's just been crazy destruction, yeah. Yeah. right? Financial destruction path, everything from, you know, the protective order, the TRO, yep. the yep. being able to see my kids, um, paying everything right now. 
uh, marital residence, oh, child yeah. support. No, they I've tried to destroy you. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's absolute destruction. And now it's, okay, everything else failed. Let's go ahead and ruin his credit so he can never be able to survive after this and buy a house or do anything after that. Well, let me so just it is, it let is me just stop. Financial destruction. It, it is, but but don't, when you said forever, that's not true, right? I mean, you know, if you're going to be hit hit through this, but there is light at the end of the tunnel, it's just going to take take time. It's going to take a while, and if you end up having to go bankrupt, obviously that's going to affect things. But it's not the end of the world. Now I know where you're at because. Whenever I went through this, yeah. you, go, you know, you go through it and you're like, hey, I got good credit. I got a little bit of money. I got my retirement savings. I got, all, you know, I got all the stuff that you're supposed to do as a good, you know, functioning adult and everything gets erased. And then you, tr- I mean, I get, you know, I mean, there was a period of time where I couldn't even get a freaking credit card to buy tires. Right. I mean, every time I would apply for credit, it's like, nope, you know, you are too much of a risk. We're I, not, I, you know, not going to get there. But I mean, it's yeah, like, I, I can't even buy I can't even buy clothes for my kids, even though right. I'm paying child support and I get berated for not sending back the clothes after the exchanges. Yeah. It's just, you, you're just gonna ha- basically like brace for impact. Uh, you need to get on the term, uh, permanent orders, get that, uh, court. So here's the problem with paying attorney's fees. Now, none, none yeah. of the pain is being felt by your ex. You know, every time that yeah. she calls to use to, to to argue with her attorney, you're paying for it, right? I mean, so there's no, yeah. you know, so in her mind, it's like, well, you're, it's your bill. It's not my bill. It's like why you, you know, when you asked about, uh, asked her, say, hey, you know, I got to pay the attorney fees. I'm going to pull some money out of the savings. Well, that's her money in her mind, right? So she's not thinking about it realistically. Hey, I'm, I'm getting copies of her attorney, you know, statements. And she's calling four to five times a day. Of course. And you probably aren't because you're like, holy crap, every time they answer the phone, it's, it's, you know, yeah. it's a, what is uh they probably bill in what, 10 minute increments you call. And if you're on the phone for two minutes, they charge you 10 minutes of, of a full hour. It's probably at least a hundred, you know, oh, wow. if not $300 an hour. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's insane. So, and if she's calling her, the attorney and using it as a, as her, uh, therapy, well, you know, now you're the one stuck paying the $300 an hour for, for the, for the call now, but you can't necessarily change, yeah. change that now. I mean, you've kind of already committed to that and I, and I, and I get it yeah. because we start this thing thinking, okay, you know what? We were married for however long we have a life, you know, we did care about each other. So we're not, you know, we're obviously not trying to destroy each other. And then you agree to things trying to be amenable and you don't realize that you're basically just giving someone, you know, the bullets to load in the gun to shoot at you, unfortunately. So here's the thing. Okay. So you're in a crappy situation. The reality is, is, <clears throat> and I can see it in the comments right now. Sorry about that. Is a lot of people are, are, can relate to it. I mean, I can relate um, to it. I mean, obviously everyone has different nuances and uh, specifics, but the reality is, is that, you know, you'll get through this. This isn't going to go down the way you would have thought in the beginning of this. And it's going to be incredibly painful. And your ex is probably going to try to do everything to destroy any chance of any type of cooperative relationship ever, just because that's what they see. They tend to do. It's like, it's in their mind. It's like, well, if I crush him or I, I squeeze him so hard that he gives me everything. Well, once it's over, it'll all just be bygones. It's like, okay, you know, all right. So I ruined you, but we're, we're now done. So there's no reason to be mad anymore. 
And the, the reality is, is you are going to go through an anger stage because you have lost so much. I mean, if you're already over, I think you said a hundred in attorney's fees and all this stuff already. I mean, you've been, yeah. you know, you've been taken to the cleaners financially and you're going to have all those emotions. You know, it's like, oh my God, we, all this money that could have been the college fund for the kids. It could have been, you know, I mean, we could have not done all this, just did 50, 50, been, been amenable about it. Each one of us could have walked away with a, uh, a good nest egg to start trying to restart your life. And it's all been destroyed for what, for nothing, right? Just for them to try to, to win everything they can from you. So the, the reality is just take a deep breath on it you know, look for different ways. I mean, one of the things somebody, somebody had popped up and said, you know, well, maybe you need to go back to court to say, Hey, you need to have access to the savings account to, to spend it. My guess would be you probably, if you talk to your attorney and if there's, you know, we'll go back to the analogy of a hundred, if he, you know, if it's like, okay, it's a hundred thousand, you know, it's a 50, 50 state. So she gets 50, you get 50. Well, if you need to spend part of your 50, to pay your bills, which are her bills also, my guess is I'll probably say that you can do that. Now, your ex doesn't want you to do that because she wants to crush you and she wants you to run out of money yeah. and she wants you to not have attorney, you know, your attorney and, and all that stuff. It's all part of that game. Just, I guess the main thing is, is just, you know, like I said, take a deep breath don't let it completely irritate you. Understand you're dealing, you know, you're, you're fighting the war. You know, these, this is little battles. You know, this is unfortunately, you know, you've, you made some, you made some strategic decisions to try to be amenable, to try to thinking, I'm sure you did what I did. You, you made decisions to try to say, okay, look, honey, look, pumpkin, you know, I'm not trying to destroy you. I'm not trying to screw with you. I'm trying to set you up for success. Yeah. You know, Hopefully you yep. will see that and you will stop. The problem is, uh, you know, a normal person will, will see that and will calm the F down. A toxic person doesn't care. It's like, okay, you're erased. I want everything that I can possibly get. And I don't care what the, how it affects anyone else. And that's what you're dealing with now. And I mean, don't beat yourself up on that because we don't really know until we stick our toe on the water and you know, the piranhas eat our toe off. I mean, it's like, you just, you don't know. Right. And the problem is, is if you would have started this being okay, you know, you're going to be, you know, Satan and I need to approach it that way. Well, then the, the thing would have, the, the answer, not the answer, but what everyone would have said and what the, the, the feeling you would have had in the back of your head is, oh my God, I created this shit show because I was being such, you know, because I was trying to protect myself and being paranoid you know, I caused her to have to be, you know, more evil or whatever. But the, re you know, I don't know, man. I mean, the reality is you're doing the best, you're doing the best you can. And now you just have to adapt and overcome it. Right. It's the vindictive nature of it. That's just mind boggling. It is. Right. We started off with a complete protective order. Can't see my kids for 20 days. Then from there, everything got dropped. I'm, I'm able to get into a, possession visitation order i just spent five days with them Good. my kids um but on every turn it's completely yep. non-collaborative yep and then to to the outside world it is oh i'm a saint and he's a bad guy yeah and he's spending money 
on attorneys from a divorce that he brought on to us. Oh, of course. He destroyed the family. There, of course, man. No matter what you do, you lose. And what, you know, no, it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, you know, and no one's here. And here's the thing. And I don't know if you've seen, let me, I'll, I'll try to pull this up real quick. Uh, I, I've watched all your, I've been to watch your shows three yeah, or four times a day. I, I would, <laughs> well, thanks for the support. I would rewatch, re, let me try that again. I would rewatch. The, the only thing, the only thing I, I, I wish that I watched earlier was the remain calm. Yeah. Your very early early, early videos that think you were in your bedroom and you did it. I, I just wish I did that. I made a couple mistakes and then now I have it bookmarked and I watch it first thing in the morning every day. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I would say hit the absolute thinking in the black hole thinking videos again, you know, I mean, and, and it's tough, right? I mean, because the, the thing is, is that, you know, we don't go into this thinking that we, we married Satan, you know, we, we see, even at the end of this, we still see the glimpse of, of that false person that we met years ago. So in our own mind, it's like, how can this person, I'm sure this is what you think. How can this person that I loved that I would have died for, that I would sacrifice anything for now thinks, I mean, would cut my throat if they needed some lubricant for something and my blood was available, they would just like, Oh, I'll just cut his throat. And, and it's like, it's, it's so hard to fathom that somebody could do that. Cause how, I mean, cause the question is, is how could anyone, who really cared about you ever do that. And, and the reality is, is that a person who um, is narcissistic and ha- and probably has a personality disorder, they don't, it was never real. The, the first part of the relationship was all a manipulation to get you sucked in. So anyways. Thanks. Thanks for the feedback. And I, I really look forward to, I have a coaching session with you in December. So look forward to yeah, then we can go into more detail and we don't have to talk in arbitrary yeah. things. And, and, then, yeah. and then you'll talk yeah. more instead of me. <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah. Take yeah. care. And I, I appreciate that. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for what you're doing. You know, oh, man, guys, it, it's, it's a tough one. Because you go through, you know, how am I trying to say this? I did a lot. I did similar things, right? I, uh, I tried to do everything everything to make this as easy for the ex as possible. I, you know, left, I, I didn't transfer service. I, I got my name and my social off the, off the, uh, off the different accounts for the electricity and the phone and everything. I was doing everything to try to make it to where it would be as easy for her as possible. And the reality is, is exactly what this caller was just discussing it doesn't matter, right? There was never, you know, there was never a point where it was like, oh, wow, you know, I really appreciate how you've done this and how you're trying to be, you know, make this as easy on everyone as possible. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for taking care of me for two decades, providing me the opportunity to, to, to be a stay at home mom and all that stuff. No, it was, it was constantly just everything she could jab me in the eye on. She would jab me in the eye on try to try to do the uh, the normal you know uh, silver bullet thing thank god she didn't do it to the level that some of the, some of you guys have to deal with but but still it was still devastating when i read that on paper i'm like what she's saying i did what you know i mean it was just like what the hell and 
and my reaction on it was every time something would happen, I'm like, well, let's ramp this up. You know, I mean, I was like, okay, you do this. This is a consequence for it. And in a lot of ways that does help, right? Because if they're, if, if you just give them full reign to do whatever, they won't stop. Pick your battles, right? I mean, don't fight everything, you know, because you, you really need every battle that you pick to be a, a, a strategic and painful win. Now, the problem is, is that for most people on the, on the opposite side of this, you are getting hit with painful defeats over and over and over again. And the trap is it's so easy to say, okay, well, this battle I can win. I need a victory. I need, you know, I need a a win on the table. And that is also a trap because you can get into the mode where you're responding or reacting, I guess, to, uh, to whatever they're doing, just trying to get a, a little bit of a victory and oftentimes it makes things worse. I see a, let's see here. Alan says, uh, why do you think your middle child hasn't chosen to stay with you? Manipulation from your ex-wife. My kids are possibly interested in moving back with mom to my ex's home state 10 hours away. Um, I don't know. You know, I think part of it could be taxes because that last year I told the, um, I told my middle daughter, I'm like, Hey, um, I'm claiming you. I mean, it's like for the whole year, I'm claiming you on taxes. You, you know, that's what the thing says. I'm claiming you, you know, do not do anything. Cause that would totally screw me. So when it came down at the end of the year, I, you, and you guys who have been on the channel for a while, remember when I talked about this, where um, the ex basically was like, oh, hi, you know, uh, I'm going to claim, uh, I'm going to claim, you know, middle child. And I'm like, uh, well, I already, and I, you guys know, I mean, basically what happens is I call, I'm like, oh, all right, you know, if you want to do that, that's great. Um, here's the deal. You know, that part of that whole deal was lowering child support and lowering the number when you started working and everything. So, uh, um, you know, I can, uh, I can undo it and, uh, get you that, that write off. However, uh, it's probably going to cost you about $600 a month in child support or three to six. I can't remember what it was. It's like, if you're, if you're ready to do that, I'll sign it right now. I'll let you have the, the tax credit. Amazingly, I never received an email on that. But what has happened is now my middle daughter stays over there. So my gut feeling is is it's probably it's probably a little bit of manipulation. It's probably a little bit of, well, if I spent 1000 percent of my time over at mommy's, then, you know, obviously it's uh, she gets to claim her. Um, It's probably a little bit of the, well, I get the other two kids so you know, mommy can't be alone, you know, that type of thing. So I honestly, I don't, I, I suppose if, uh, you know, if everybody was still on the dole, so to speak, um, and there was a cost hit for it, then I might be a little bit more worried about it. I mean, I, not to make it about money, but the reality is money is a big deal. If, 
if the kids would have somehow all decided or if custody would have changed after 50-50 and it went back to 80-20 or 90-10 or, you know, whatever, um, I would have been financially ruined. I wouldn't have been able to afford this house. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to afford my bills. I would have been screwed, you know, so I would have been basically giving the ex all, all the monies and uh, I would have had to do something different. I mean, I guess now, I mean, I could, I mean, well, I won't go into details, but you know, there's some things I could have done, but um, nothing would have been, it would have been, it wouldn't have been fun, so to speak. So hopefully Alan, that answered your question. Let me see. Okay. So I did both of those. I'm looking at what moderator Debbie has, has highlighted for me. I do have a couple of calls, so I'm going to go to the next one. So I'm going to go to line two. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay, buddy. Hey, I just uh, heart goes out to the last caller. Uh, but also, yeah. I just want to um, give you an update. You asked, uh, we talked uh, not too long ago, but uh, you also called me to call call you back and update you guys. So, um, if you remember my conversation with us last time, um, it was a parenting plan that I thought was not appropriate and, and uh, it was kind of a tough call. Um, but um, I did I did talk to my lawyer and I also got cross-referenced with another lawyer. Um, the judge made a ruling, but I haven't signed the judgment yet. And uh, if you remember my conversation, I have a two-year-old son that I've been fighting for. And um, um, I wasn't too pleased with the judgment. It's just what I have against me is just my son's age. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's, he's only two, he's going to be three here shortly. And, you know, I was a little irritated because I talked to my lawyer to object a few things and she, my attorney, even, even after, I mean, she's a pretty decent attorney, but she also was in the mindset that, um, you know, the kid that's young does not deserve 50, 50. It's kind of hard on him, and, which I agree, but you know, he's going to turn three here shortly. I was hoping to get more parenting time, but, um, no, my, my ex ended up getting full, uh, sole legal custody, oh. which it's okay. I guess it, it, I'm in, in the state that I'm in and the age of my son, there's no way I can prove she's an unfit mother. Right. And, and so, I mean, my attorney's like, there's not really a way we can fight that right now. Um, and so I was like, okay, well then let's just get me some more parenting time. And, um, what is your so, timeshare, anyways? I, my timeshare, I mean, it's it's not the worst and it's not the best, but it's on the lower end of the spectrum. What I get is my days off are Sunday, Monday. I have an overnight on that on those days. Okay. And then every Thursday, I get them for three and a half hours. So I get three points of content. But then every other Thursday, I get a second overnight. On the Thursday? So I'm getting... Yeah, on the Thursday, yeah. Um, so I'll pick him up from daycare. Uh, he spends the night, and then I take him to daycare the next wow. day. Actually, you're right. That isn't that bad. I mean, especially for a two-year-old. If they're already trying to say it's too much, you know, too much time, but they're allowing, <clears throat> excuse me, giving you overnights or and an extra overnight. Um, that's. I mean, so at least they're not slamming you really. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously it's not what you want. Is your, is your baby breastfeeding or anything? 
No, he's not breastfeeding. Um, and then in June, I get uh, that Thursday overnight um, is every week. So in June, I'll have him. Oh, wow. Sunday, Monday. And then I'll get uh, a second overnight every week on that Thursday. So starting June, um, I get a, two overnights every week. Okay. Now, the way the way it happened, you know, because I was shooting, you know, I, I proposed that after three years old that I damn near get 50-50. Um, they didn't like that. The opposing counsel did not like that. My ex was trying to take away as much time as possible. but So that's what I was getting. But the thing is, uh, my question, I mean, parenting time, is it that bad? And how? what do I got to do? And how long will it take to go back and shoot for 50-50? Well, when he gets older, I mean, what, what you need to do right now, if there's no way to appeal this and I mean, and what you got isn't too bad and they already, and they wrote in already increasing the time. I mean, what would be better is if they said, okay, you know, at, at this time you get, you know, right now it's this, you know, at that other time, what I can't remember what the date was, you know, you get the two overnights a week plus your every other weekend. And then later it increases uh, I mean, if you could get it written into like when he goes to school, it switches to a different schedule. Um, but it sounds like they're not going to do right. it. So your best bet is just to be in as involved as you can. Uh, the fact that you get the two overnights a week on the Thursday, that's that's actually pretty cool uh, coming up. I mean, because they're you know, you're going to be have a reoccurring, um, you know, in your son's in your baby's life. And then unfortunately, what it means is that later if you're, I mean, unless your ex calms down, which it probably won't, because obviously with this timeshare, you're paying more in child support and everything. And if, and if you got more time, then that technically means she gets less money. Um, I'm assuming unless, you know, you guys don't have child, but that's normally the way it works. Uh, and okay. To answer your question, this is what you do. You see if there's a way to try to increase it. It seems like you pretty much, you know, everything's closed off there, right? So then you just basically yeah. do this timeshare. You do the best damn job that you can. Um, you, I would try to get that, that sole legal custody thing done because you want to be able to be a part of the doctor's appointments and everything like that. And then just make sure you know uh, the daycare provider's name, the, the pediatrician, you know, everything. The problem is, is that without, legal, without even joint legal custody, you don't, you're not going to have the right to call the doctor and say, hey, how is little Timmy doing? Right. I mean, she can make right. all the decisions and it, you know, but you just got to demonstrate, you well, know, basically for the long haul, for the long, I mean, the long game on it is just make sure you show up. You do a great job. You don't do anything wrong. If she screws up, document the crap out of it. I mean, if she starts, you know, well, little Timmy's too tired. He can't come over on your court order visitation, you know, document everything to use the contempt of court if you need to and slowly try to adjust mm -hmm. it. The problem is, is what it means is it's like, okay, so now what you need to do is hunker down, start saving money to go back to court later, you know? And, uh, yeah. just, but I mean, honestly, dude, you didn't for, for a young kid. Now I know, I know that there's people who called in who have similar age kids who did get, were able to pull off 50, 50, but, uh, I mean, they didn't turn around and say, I mean, because typically what would happen is like, oh, well, he can't have an overnight. He, you know, it's a baby. He doesn't know anything about babies. He can't do, do any of that. And, uh, and then try to use that to say, well, you can have a few hours 
on Saturday or Sunday. But I mean, you already got an overnight. You already got, you know, every other weekend with a Sunday to Monday overnight and then every other Thursday an overnight. And then later you get a you, say that again. So it's actually every week. Every week I get him Sunday, Monday overnight. Really? Every yeah. week? Every week I get one overnight, guaranteed. Wow. And then a second overnight every Okay. Then you actually, I mean, honest, I mean, I know it's not what you wanted, but I mean, you, you do see the victory in that, right? Yeah, a little bit, you know, it's just hard, still hard to swallow when I was part no, of the I know, I know. everyday life. No. All right. And I, that's why I wanted to say that because I, I, I can see you're doing exactly what I used to do. And it, it's, it, what I mean is it's so easy to not see the victory that you have, right? Cause it's not really what you wanted and it's like a hollow victory and you don't, and I, I fell into that all the time. There were so many times where, where something would happen and it felt like more like I got my, my teeth kicked in instead of, you know, instead of actually one ground, um, you won ground, man. Right. I mean, for a three-year-old or for an almost three-year-old to, cause if I remember correctly, weren't they trying, I mean, and it's been a while that sometimes the stories get intertwined. So I apologize for that. But if I remember correctly, wasn't she trying to say you couldn't see, you know, that, oh, overnights are dangerous and you're bad and all that. I mean, that was the, that was the story, right? Wasn't yeah. it? And, and she yeah. also proposed, and the reason, and, the, and she proposed that um, she only, she wanted like the every other weekend overnight and that's it. Oh, of course. I mean, she basically wanted like, the standard, the standard visitation. And right. I was shooting for more. So I feel like the, the judge the judge just basically met us in the middle. No, and you, so you, what, <clears throat> you actually did really good, man. Uh, and the judge is basically saying, okay, I don't believe her crap. Um, I do, you know, it is a young kid. Uh, how old are you? If you don't want me asking, and if you don't want to say that's fine, if you want to, you're 39. I'm 39. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is my first kid, my only child. Yeah, you actually did. Uh, you didn't. You didn't do too bad. I, one of the people just said, "I would leave it alone. It's not bad at all. I'd focus on building off of it." And that's kind of what I was just saying. You know, I mean, I know this isn't what you okay. wanted, but just keep, just be there. Don't take her bait, right? I mean, she is probably going to try to jab you in the eye every chance she can to try to get you to, um, to basically respond in a way that she can use it against you to take away time. So just. You know, do what you need right. to do. Um, and then, unfortunately, it means you'll have to go back to court later. And uh, uh, and then as soon as something, you know, and then, then you pick your battles, right? I mean, if there's something to where, you know, she decides, well, I have I have sole custody, so I'm going to decide X, you know, whatever that is. And if it's a big issue, then you go back to court and say, no, I mean, this is ridiculous. This isn't, you know, this isn't right. But pick your battles, right? I mean, don't right. don't just... Don't just sit there looking for the next thing that you can go to war on or go to, you know, basically, yeah, go to war, take, you know, battle up on and, but be strategic about it. Make sure it's the right thing or make sure it's a combination of things where you have a whole breadth of, of examples, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to make the point you're trying to make. But, uh, gotcha. I, I know it doesn't feel gotcha. like it, but you did, you actually didn't do too bad, man. I mean, for the, for that young of a kid, for that game that's being played for you to get every weekend and you're going to have the thir uh, the Thursdays shortly you'll have every every Sunday overnight and every Thursday overnight you did pretty good every week you did pretty good gotcha 
I just I just feel so for the whole soul custody thing because they gave yeah. they gave her all the custody. It just it sucked. They did they did say in the court order that she is supposed to tell me um, about every single appointment. Good. And, um, so I, and I plan on showing up to these appointments. You know, there's, there's the restraining orders, no contact orders, all of that is done. Like, I want to be there for my son. So when you say be involved, um, tell me, like, I plan on being to every appointment. Like I used to before I was split. Yeah. I used to go to all the appointments, no matter what they were. And then, and now as far as the daycare provider, now, here's the challenging part about that. And I know the daycare provider. I, I text her, I've called her before, and I try to get updates on my son because, beginning of this, when I did get my son on my days off, I would then take him to daycare. And my my ex would say that every time he stayed with me, he'd go to daycare and show erratic behavioral changes. He was more aggressive and everything like that. Now, mind you, this daycare provider, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I was like, hang on, who's telling the truth here? Because right. the daycare provider would send me text like, oh, he's fine, he's fine, he's doing great. But then, my ex would say she got reports saying that she's very aggressive and out of out of tune than his normal sense. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 let's let's figure this out. So, I mean, my ex has this this dick quite wrapped around her finger. So there's been times when I'll text her, I'll call, no response. Yeah. And then every now and then um, she will give me an update. Sounds like a positive update, but my ex was saying that that same day she got a. a well, dude, what you, what you need to do is if, if they're giving you, if you're getting conflicting reports from the daycare provider, you need to annotate all that and use that, you know, later going on back into court as evidence saying, look, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, but I got these reports on the same day saying everything's fine. So what's going on? And, you know, I mean, right. I mean, obviously that turns into, I mean, it complicates things, but I mean, that's what you just, you just have to systematically un derail their their narrative and unfortunately the problem is is most of the time we don't think about it most of the time they say oh i got this piece of paper that says uh you know says little johnny was erratic and it only happens on on daddy's days and you're like what what you know and uh and then it's like well you don't have anything it's like then you don't have anything to say, well, no, I got all the reports saying that's not true. What are you talking about? I mean, I, I talked to him every time I talked to him, I say, Hey, how did it go? I it's, it was fine. It was fine. He, you know, little Johnny or little Timmy was great. Little Timmy was great. Little Timmy. That's the type of stuff you have to have. And you have to have an attorney that'll say, no, excuse me. Hold on a second. Um, you know, we have, what are you talking about? We have this whole dial, uh, this whole diary or this whole log showing that that's not true. So, you know, where's this coming from? Because, you know, <clears throat> Our, you know, my client doesn't have that, that type of thing. And the problem is, is we shouldn't have to fight this way. And it, and it gets, you get paranoid doing that, but you have to, uh-huh. right? I mean, cause that's the type of crap that these people are going to do. And that's what I would do. I mean, I would just like, when you drop them off at daycare at the end of the day, call in and just say, Hey, you know, just call in to see how little Timmy did. Oh, little Timmy was great. You know, he right. made cookies and you go, little Timmy was great. He made cookies. I talked to Susie, make sure you get the damn name. And uh, just create a log. Right. And uh, and I would say is, um, you know, if they say little Timmy was having a rough day, you know, write that down and maybe even potentially, I mean, I just think about this, don't necessarily do this, but, you know, an, an option or strategic option would be to then email the ex saying, hey, hey, psycho. <clears throat> I'm sorry, don't say it that way. Um, you know, <laughs> hey, pumpkin, 
just just to let you know, I talked to Christy at the daycare, and she said that little Timmy was having a rough day today. You know, hopefully he's okay. Let me know, right? I mean, so then you have that trail to show that you're actively involved. You're in, dude. Bottom line is, right. you're in this for the long haul, right? You got a three year, almost three year old. You're in this for the next eight, uh, sixteen years, and uh, you're at the beginning. And which is sometimes that's good because now you get to lay the groundwork. And with your child being this young, you, you have an opportunity to make some mistakes that you're not going to have to be spending months or years trying to undo. So does that help? Right. Yeah, it does. It's a shitty situation. I just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you did. I mean, honestly though, dude, you actually didn't do too bad. So I, mean, I know it's not what you wanted, but it's, exactly. you know, I, I honestly, that's why when you were saying it, I was, I was just assuming it was like every other weekend that you got like the standard visitation with like an extra day. So, um, I mean, yeah, I guess no, they, that's, that's what she was shooting for. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically so in some ways, like, uh, cause normal standard visitation would be what Friday, Saturday. So two overnights every other weekend. So they're giving you one overnight every week to be perfectly honest, you're better off. Uh, with it being every, with the, what you've got is, is more reoccurring time, right? M- meaning yeah, exactly. you're, you're better. It's better that your kid doesn't go two weeks and then he sees dad for two days, right? It's like, so you're constantly there, right? So, right. um, and just make sure you're there. I mean, make sure those days you're, you're Johnny on the spot and just give your little guy uh time. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to buy him stuff or take him stuff. Just, just show him attention and show that, uh, you're, you're there for him. So. Oh, absolutely. I just, right. I just, one of the things that was hurting me is like the consecutive overnights. Like I, I feel like I can't even like leave town, take him somewhere. Cause I didn't get any consecutive overnights. But again, again, that's that negative thinking. But like you said, I do get contact with him. Yeah. And that's the, and I that's the key. That. I mean, you know, and then hopefully you got some vacation time built into it so that holidays and stuff, maybe you don't. And if not, then you're going to have to go back later and say, okay, you know, there needs to be a, a holiday schedule and, you know, to where you have more time, but you know, it, you're, you're just going to have to build up on it. The only thing I don't like about what you're, the situation you're in is, is unfortunately you're going to have to go back to court to change it. I mean, unless for some reason, you know, your, your ex isn't as <clears throat> volatile as most, and she agrees to do some modifications outside of court. Uh, my guess is that that's probably, that typically doesn't happen. Not, not, if you're calling my channel and yeah. you dealt with that stuff, you're not going to have somebody who, who, <laughs> who just like, you know, I've thought about it and you're a good guy and, and, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to agree to, you know, more time. I doubt that. No. She's been pretty evil, and yeah. so I've been, I've been trying to figure out how, like, different strategies and tactics to communicate with, to communicate with her. Yeah, you know, the well, hey, ways that we've been doing has not worked. Yeah, no. Let me. Uh, I, yeah, I, but, I, I do have like three other callers in the queue, and we're running out of time. So, um, so. All right. Perfect. Call, well, thank you so much. All right, man. So let me get everything relined up because I know we're running out of time. I, honestly, I, I, his, his situation, I mean, it's not outstanding, but it's a hell of a lot better than what I thought he was going to say. So let me go to the next caller. I, it's going to be tough to get to everybody, but we'll see what we can do. So I'm going to go to the next one. Hello. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, Dwayne. It's uh, Shane. How you doing? Good. Hold on one second. It looks like it looks like there's two. Let me drop this one. Hold on. It looks like I didn't drop the other caller. I just want to make sure. Are Shane, you still there? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I thought I accidentally hung up on you. Yeah, go ahead, man. You got the floor. <laughs> yeah, I know. We had a bad connection the other day. Uh, why don't we spoke in the summer? And I was thinking I was telling you about how there's like this weird precedent going on now where my kids want to stay with their mother till like 6 p.m. And it's been like this reoccurring theme where there's like something going on over there or, you know, she's with a guy who has kids. So their kids are coming over and they want to see her. It might take up time at 3.30. So it's been like this reoccurring theme. And then even with the holiday, she was like, uh, well, my daughter came over and she was like, um, mommy's having a party on Friday and my pickup time would be tomorrow at 3 p.m. or 3.30 p.m. Right. And I'm like, I will, I almost lost it. I was like, I can't believe this is going on. And it's like, you did my that. ex had told me like, you know, you. Did, did you go that go off on the on your kid with that, or did you go, or just you were angry internally? Or yeah, I was angry, and and and, and I did it in front of her. And in front I of your just, daughter or your like, ex? You know, daddy. Daughter. Okay. On my daughter. Okay. Like, Sorry, yeah, I'm just I trying to clarify. Like Lambaste. I didn't like lambast or whatever, but I was just like, you know, dad, daddy time is three thirty, not five thirty, not six thirty, you know. And I was just explaining her the situation. No, and you need to, and you need to do that because you need to put it, I mean, I I hate to say it, but you also need to get your kids to understand that there's certain topics that are just hot button issues for you. So they don't, so they don't try to play this game. Right. I mean, the the only caveat would, yeah, go ahead. Second fiddle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, man. You know, to to their mom all the time. And it's like, she takes priority over whatever it is that I'm doing. She, I feel like almost she purposefully does this to, uh, so that they want to stay later. They want to stay with her. She sets up these, you know, play dates and things and fun things. And it's like, you know, it's the fun mom house. You know, right, she, right. she had told me a while, she had told me a while ago that, you know, I'm the fun mom and you're the stick in the mud dad. These are official words. Nice. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. great. I was like, if you want to play that divorce game, if you want to play this divorce game, you can. I said, but you're only making it harder for the children when they get older. You know what I mean? She doesn't understand. Everything's like, no, everything's, you know, she don't care. Selfish jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I mean, and honestly, so, so here's the deal. What, what I would recommend you do on that. And I do think you having that conversation with your daughter, even though it was hard, was, uh, was appropriate. Maybe the way you did it might not have been, but I mean, sometimes we have to communicate in a way for our kids to kind of like have a wake up call to realize, even if it's just to the point where it's like, oh crap, this is an issue that really gets under dad's skin. So I need to avoid that. And the only caveat I would say is if your ex is willing to say, Hey, we'll, we'll adjust time and make up time then fine. Right. I mean, if she's like, Hey, we've got this thing going on and I want to go later and you're like, sure, no problem. I'll just bring the kids back later, which I know the answer is no. And then as soon as it's no, then just say, no, we're following the court order. Transfer times are at three o'clock. I'll pick the kids up at three o'clock. If you want to play this game and you want to be in contempt of court, that's fine. We can play it this way, right? You know, kind of like call our bluff and just force the issue. Now, just keep in mind that more than likely the kids are going to be disgruntled. Your groundhog day 
on those transition days are going to be a lot more complicated because they're going to get riled up. They're going to be stressed and you're going to have to basically do some extra stuff uh, or deal with it in a different, you know, more kit gloves, I guess, or knit gloves or whatever the term is to, uh, to minimize it. And that's what you're going to have to do. But uh, if, well, that, yeah, go ahead. Well, that's the whole part of it. The, the whole, the whole struggle really is not against her. You know, in hindsight, it's really about um, the kids being angry about, you know, them not being able to do what they want to do and having to go to my house in the midst of whatever's going on over there. And then I get the resentment and I just don't understand. And then she jumps on board and she says, I just don't understand why the kids can't do what they want to do. Because they're kids. Because they're not freaking adults. Well, yeah. No, and but here's yeah. the thing, dude. You know, and let me back up for a second. That right there is a good data point for going back to court. Because at the end of the day, you are the parent, she's the parent, the court order is what you're supposed to follow, and the kids don't dictate what the hell things are supposed to be. And if you can articulate that and demonstrate that in an effective way, that'll help you out. So, but 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 here's the reality. What you're talking about is exactly the same crap I dealt with. It was, you know. Why can't I do this? I want to go to, like for me, the big one was because the ex wanted the kids to go to school, to switch schools, to be closer to her, um, primarily to make it easier for her. But And she was basically trying to convince the kids, hey, go to a worse school in a, better, in a worse area <clears throat> just because it's more convenient. And I constantly would deal with that. I would deal with, I want to be homeschooled. I want to go to this school. Why can't I go to school with my friends? And I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, are you kidding me? You know, I mean, it's like, it's like, you got a higher rated school with a different, it's a whole totally different bubble that'll help our kids, you know, in their future, or we can do what's easy for, for her, not for me. <clears throat> and, uh, they don't care, man. So just stay, st- uh, I would, I would just get to the point if you're, and it sounds like you're at it now to where you just say, Hey, follow the court order. Nope. Not playing this game. The court order says 3 PM. I'm picking them up at 3 PM. This isn't happening. So well, uh, just quickly, um, my my daughter um, said to me that she wanted to actually sleep over there. Um, you know, so it's become it's actually become not so much for my son, but for my daughter, it's become she wants to sleep over there on some nights that are mine, and I'm like, oh hell no. Yep. You know. No. And, just what and and, and, and and what you and need then, to do on um, that man is you need to just be that that, that it needs to be that it needs to be. No, not we'll think about it. It needs to be a definitive hell no. It's not happening. We're not having this. And I, I hate to say it, but otherwise your kid is going to continually try to weasel away to say, well, can I do this? Can I do that? What about this? What about that? You know, death by a thousand paper cuts. Oh. You're going to have to nip that in the bud now. Oh, I had to, <clears throat> I had to pick, I had to pick her up with the tears and she literally, literally wouldn't speak to me for a good like 25 minutes. You oh know? yeah. Oh, only 25 minutes. That's not so. Well, let me, Hey, hold on a second. Let me ask you this. After the 25 minutes, did things get better? How, how long were a little while to like warm back, warm back up? How long is a little while? You know, I would say within the hour, like, I. oh, dude, you're fine then. We got back home. Yeah, you're fine. Then just keep, keep, keep doing that. I just kind of sat there and I explained there. I said, 
I said, listen, this is not because daddy's trying to be mean. Right. I just said, listen, you know, I have my time with you and I want you here because I love you and I need you here with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have your time with your mom and it's split down the middle. Right. And still, I, you know, I don't think they, they kids, you know, they don't quite understand what a court, you know, what we went through. No, I know. But, cut, but, you know, but the flip side to it is, is you're also demonstrating. Now, as long as you're making sure it's not like you're treating her like a possession, but you're using it like you just said, it's like, Hey, look, you know, my time, our time together is really important too. And if I remember correctly, your schedule is not even, I don't think, is it, are you 50, 50? No, it, it's 50, 50. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. but even still, it's like, Hey, this is a time thing, you know, you, you, mom, when you guys are together, you guys can do all that stuff there. But, uh, anyways, we're actually running out of time. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just going to have to get tough with the whole situation and, um, no, but here, I'm gonna have to hey, say no, and, they, and, it, I'm, and I'm going to have to deal with the aftermath, I guess. Right. And let me just, <laughs> excuse me. Do? No, and you're doing fine. All right. I'm going to, thanks for calling, man. What I, I, what I do want to say on, on this, just to finalize or just to add into this, the, the key thing, and I don't know if you guys heard this when I was asking, is like, okay, well, how long does it take for the aftermath? And if, if within an hour things have gotten back to normal, he's doing it right. If he was saying that the entire time or for the next four days it was a disaster, and I've gone through those situations where I would have those uh, rough moments, and then it would take days for things to get back. And then I started modifying it. That's where that whole Groundhog, uh, Groundhog Day effect video came from. Where I modified how I interacted with the kids when they first came over. And pretty much everything would, would by the next day, everything would be fine. Now I'm at the point, or now it's kind of, I mean, it's I'm way into it. But let's say a few years ago, it got to the point where they could be at their mom's for the for like Christmas break. And then the day that they walk in, it was like they hadn't left. It was like it was not, there was no, you know, we there was none of it. So, uh, Shane, you're doing it. You're doing it right, man. And uh, I know it sucks. I know it's tough. Uh, the only thing or the one benefit you have probably that like I, I didn't have is you have other people like this on this channel and the different people in the comments who are validating that you're on the right track because I didn't know. I mean, I was just, I was grasping at straws, trying to figure things out and just hoping to God that, that it would actually work, work out. And on that, I know a lot of people, including myself, have a lot to do for Thanksgiving. So I am not going to run this much longer. I know we're a few minutes over, but I started a few minutes late. So, but on that, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. I appreciate the callers. Uh, it was, uh, pretty good discussions and on that hopefully you have an outstanding rest of your day if you're in the united states don't eat too much don't make yourself sick maybe i'm trying to say that to say it to myself i'm not entirely sure last thing i want to say is thank you so much for the channel members who so graciously click the join button to help support what we do here uh, keep the phone lines going keep everything running really appreciate it Take care of yourself, and I will be back tomorrow.